Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hello there, podcasters or even live listeners who then sometimes think, I want to hear that again. I I miss the Mm -hmm. experience. So you Mm. come back for a podcast. Not this one, though. It's a terrible experience. Only only for you. I went, Mm. I went, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, Mm. yeah. (laughs) Enjoy it at my expense. It's funny when it's someone else. Scheidenfreud. Mm. Yeah, when it's Mm. someone else, you go, that's hilarious. When it's you, you're like, "Mm mm-mm. You will find it funny eventually, though. (laughs) <laughs> Not right now, because yeah. equals tragedy plus yeah. time. The wound is still open at the moment, but that wound will heal, yeah. and then it will be funny. It does make me think, like, what about those people that were tricked into thinking they'd won the lotto? Mm. That would be the worst. Yeah, that one sucks. Yeah. Or the scratchies got around. Mm. Yeah, where it said you'd won. Yeah. yeah, someone had given me one of them for my oh. birthday. Mm. They were quite realistic. Yeah. Were they? As well, Yeah. It's annoying. Yeah, they were annoying. Mm. But it was given to me when I was working on a radio show and asked, could I scratch it? And, oh, do and, it on air. Yeah, right. Like, oh, 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 what are wow. the odds? That's oh. such a weird odds that I won yeah. while I was on air. Don't scratch it now. I'll save it for on air. Mm. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> I won't then. <laughs> <laughs> Idiots. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, there is um, a bit of a trick played on Abby. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also break it down um, scientifically on how it was done. Not, is that scientifically? Forensically. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Forensically, yeah. sorry, mm-hmm. is what I was chasing. Mm-hmm. Forensically break that down. The girls in the um, phone room are saying technically. I believe forensically yeah. sounds better. Technically. Technically sounds like we murdered someone. Yeah, like so technically. CSI. Technically, yeah, but, it's technical. Yeah, but the, you have forensic accountants. You can have uh, forensics in IT. That mm-hmm. just means detailed, but I think technically would be it because it was to do with tech. Some even, so, you know, technically technical? and tech are two different things. Yeah, but I'm just, it just sounds better, don't you? Technically, which one do you like? Are you like forensic then? I, well, I, I'm happy with either. Can we let Taylor's but parents you, but, decide? Yeah, what do you so prefer? Taylor, um, one bring, of our producers, her, her, her mum and yeah. daddy here. They're, they're not going on the mic. Uh, daddy, he's got the balls. He's going to step up. He doesn't understand what we're saying. What thinking. word is better, technically or forensically? Technically. Sorry? Forensically. Forensically. Oh, well, I get my awesome pronunciation clearly from him. <laughs> uh, okay, let's get into it. Here's today's podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Fashion's biggest night out has returned, inspiring the world's biggest stars to showcase their most outrageous looks. Ooh, the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York City. That's what the Met Gala is for, to mm. raise money for them. So the editor of Vogue has always put it on since 1995 right. and she puts it on to, to raise money for them. And it's, it always has a different theme, but everyone just is dressed wildly. Mm. So when you look at it, you're like, oh, my God. And then they go in and eat, which is hilarious because most of them can't sit down. It's the only place you see the dresses from catwalks in real life. You know, you see the <laughs> yeah. models walk down, like yeah. you'd never see anyone wearing them. Oh, the Met Gala. Oh, if you've got a, you know, if you've got an hour, sit down and look at all the dresses. Some mm. of them are absolutely amazing, men and women. Yeah. Do they, how far out do you get invited? Because as a celebrity, mm. the outfits they wear feel like they need a lot of preparation. So if, would you pick your outfit yeah. and then, how, like, how many celebrities have submit. an outfit and yeah. haven't received their mm. invitation? You would submit to be able to go, but you know that you're going to be invited if you're Kim Kardashian. So Kim Kardashian has been planning her outfit since last year. Right. So she right. said that when she was sitting in there last year, and I think she did the wet look last year, but she was like, I know what I want to go as because right. this is just Hollywood. And yeah. she said, it's just America. And I thought, what's the most American thing I could do? And that would be... The mass shooting. To wear 
Marilyn Monroe's. I'm going to ignore you. Okay. Marilyn Monroe's dress. So I don't know if you saw Kim Kardashian on the red carpet, and she did look amazing, and it looked like, oh, well, that was quite a simple dress. Mm. But it is not a replica. That is the dress that Marilyn Monroe wore back in 1962 when she sung the very controversial mm. Happy Birthday, Mr. President. Happy Birthday to you. Happy Birthday to so it was uh, second hand, is what you're telling me. <laughs> it was second hand dress, yeah, second hand. So she uh, she borrowed it from Ripley's Museum, you know, believe, believe it or, it or not. not. They oh, have bought, yeah, they've bought the dress um, for almost seven million dollars. So it's the most expensive dra- dress the one that's in ever surfers? been auctioned. <laughs> no, over there. They got seat. it from Paradise. So Kim knows friends of those, and they said, yes, you can wear it, uh, but. It's so precious because yeah. this was a dress that Marilyn Monroe wore a couple of months before she died, mm, okay. and it was the last sort of public appearance of hers. Mm. And everyone was describe it as making love to the president in front of millions. Yes, because she's rumored to have had an affair with him mm. and his brother. I thought that was confirmed. No, oh, well, I don't think we can defame anyone here. So yeah, they were going at yeah. it like. But rabbits. was it confirmed? Because she's also dating the brother. Yeah, and Joe DiMaggio. Uh, oh, that's uh, weird. Mm. Anyways, uh-huh. so it was a it was a big deal that last dress. Mm. So Kim was like, "I really want to wear it," and they're like, "Cool, you have to see if you can get into it." So they had her try on the replica, and it was kind of okay. And then a couple of months out from the thing, they flew in a private jet. Mm. The outfit it had to be with no um, sun as well, so it's in this airtight thing that has no sun in it. Wow. It's precious. So it's got like a, a pressure system as well, kind of like I like to think about when you put wine in a wine fridge. Yeah, right. She's, it's yeah. in a humid. Yeah. 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 So uh, they got out the dress and she went to go and put it on and they had everyone had gloves and there was all these minders and they're like, nah, it's not going to fit. Mm. And she thought, she goes, I thought that I would be bigger in some places than her and smaller than others, but it didn't fit. So she had a couple of options, change the outfit or diet. So she said she cut out all carbs, mm. alcohol, wow. anything. She wore a sauna suit twice oh, yeah. a day. Uh, like a well. jockey to like, strip weight. Well, they do, yeah, these saunas. So wow. she wore that. And then next time they flew it over, it um actually fit. So it went back and forth on this private jet. No fake tan. Kim, there's not a chance no. Tim no. could be wearing Bondi sands. So she actually got changed under the seats. So you know how you see the seats in the Met Gala? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, there was a special change room that was Ooh. set up for her so that she could go under there, put on the dress. She spent two days getting her hair dyed. That oh, because it's bl- she's like blonde, yeah, bright, bright. Yeah, blonde. Yeah. And then they would put on the dress and she would just go and get photos and then she had to practice walking up the stairs and after that they would remove it, put on a replica. So she only wore it for a couple of minutes. Okay, but stressful. Oh, like, so oh my God. stressful. Could you oh my imagine God. like Pete? Hey, don't touch me, I swear to God, don't touch me, mm. don't touch me. If I fall and you don't catch me, <laughs> this relationship is over. Imagine and so is your career. Have you seen all the exes At I've least, had? You know when it's like you break it, you bought it? At least you could buy it. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Think about walking through the hors d'oeuvres. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. oh. Would you like a deviled egg? No. Wow. No, the editor of Vogue knows that. She doesn't serve any food. And when you no sit food. down, she doesn't have any food that could possibly drop Spill. on things. Yeah, mm. yeah clever. Very yeah. clever. Well, that's very interesting. Mm. Very interesting. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. The dream comes true. Australia's Ash Barty is Wimbledon champion. My team is incredible. They're with me every single step of the way, and I can't thank them enough. It's going to come out with it straight away. Uh, we are leaving. We're leaving Australia. We are all going overseas. How exciting. Um, uh, we hope you listen to the show. But we are going. You don't sound like you care. Uh, no, so, I, do. So I do. I do. 
<laughs> I'm going to come out of here later. This is what people who work here do, isn't it? Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. So you came to us. <sighs> yes. Was it like a week and a, a half ago? ago? Oh, it was a little while ago. Mm. Saying that there was an opportunity to enter a ballot, and I love a ballot. And I am a, a hated tennis, couldn't stand it, yeah. never watched it. Now my son's into it, and now I've really got into it. Yeah. And I entered mm. a ballot to go over to the French Open and over to Wimbledon. Mm. So I've gone in a ballot to win tickets to Wimbledon. The other one is Roland. Roland Garros. If I win, mm. we are going. Which Roland Garros, we found out. That is, is it actually the French Open. That is where the French you Open asked. is. You're like, isn't that the French Open? And I said, no, mate, that's not. <laughs> well, I assumed, I assumed it was in Paris. Uh, yeah. Well, you know? Uh, well, the French Open is happening first and then the Wimbledon's Wimbledon. happening. Anyway, get to the good point. All right. So we were just recording some stuff off Before the lines. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we do, you know, yeah. little voiceover things mm. or whatever. Um, and... A text message comes through. through to your phone, and we, we're lucky enough to capture the moment. <laughs> Come on, Lions. Uh, I, I was nearly going to read Adlib. I'm so sorry. What? <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> Can I send this around to the group or not? Yeah. Why, what did, what, what, I just got a text <laughs> message. You ready? Don't you still record? Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to pay for them though? <laughs> yeah, I still have to pay for them. Oh, purchase instructions will be provided. You have to get them because you've taken uh, someone's spot. I thought they said that you didn't get no, them. No, that was for the French Open. But we're good. going to Wimbledon, baby! Whoop, whoop, we're going to Wimbledon. Didn't we say we were going to go? Well, did, do we have to pay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Work or <will> pay. <laughs> How many do you get? Uh, just two. Oh, you're going to have to pick someone. Want me to do these? When is it? Sorry. Well, you got to pay for... I don't flight, know when it is. You've got to pay for flights. June. Tom. It's in June. Might be, the, might be a holidays. You'd have to take Finney, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably, have, I'd probably send Scotty. Scotty and Finney. And Finn. It when? is a, it is our holidays. When's... When, 27th where to the 10th. It's in London. How much is a ticket? Well, there was all different ones. I did, like, the main event because I thought that would be interesting. So I think I did a Saturday night, which is, like, $300 tickets or something. It's They're good, though, because usually it's, like, Prince Harry and shit are there. I know. Would you be, if you send Scotty Whoa. and you'd be annoyed? Well, how much? This is Centre Court. The cheapest is so they're discounted 3,000 pounds. Oh, they're discounted tickets, then. Which is um, uh, $6,000. That's Centre Court, though. How much of the flights is probably the next question. Yeah, I know. Question. I know. We wouldn't be able to. Could you stay with Carrie? <laughs> Why don't we ring Carrie and say, have you got a spare room? Yeah, you can stay to do the show from her studio. <laughs> Could you imagine? That'd be awkward because, you know, she'd have that thing where she'd be like, yeah. yeah. No, we'll ask her on air. Of course. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> and then she'd hang up the phone and be like, oh, yeah. <sighs> okay, let's not play anything. That <laughs> was off air, but that is so exciting. Mm-hmm. Now I've had a couple of minutes to think about it. I think Finney and oh, sorry, Scotty and I will go. Oh, okay. No, Ooh. you cannot. You only got into tennis because of Finn. Yeah, but he has to work his way up to get to Wimbledon himself. So, I don't know. Inspiration I'm just saying, no, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't thought about it yet. Don't look at me like you that. You would wave goodbye to your tennis-obsessed child mm. to go to one of the greatest tennis tournaments. The greatest. Of all time. You could FaceTime him from there, I guess. Oh, that's exactly what I was thinking. Hey, Harry, Harry, do you mind just speaking to yeah, my yeah. son? <laughs> he likes the tennis, but just have a chat. <laughs> you can't. You've got to... I would probably take Finney. 
Oh, that was not. That yeah, was, I didn't that know I've been publicly shamed. Yeah. Yeah. I believe you want it, though. It is very exciting. I don't know how many people. Like, you do get cheap. Because you have to go. Now, I've looked at I know. How good's this? Um, he's doing his show right here in Brisbane um, at the Fortitude Music Hall Saturday. you got to sell this out through Ticketmaster. Husey, good morning. Woo. Good morning, legend. So excited to be in your fine city on Saturday night. So, yeah, it's going to be huge. Ticket selling fast. Get involved now. And I just need to let everyone know, make sure you're there on time. Because last time we went, God, you were funny, but I tell you what, when people come in late, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I'm no. not those people. No, the th- good thing about those people, they're not stressed at the time, you know, they're not stressed. So, <laughs> and, and I don't add to their stress. I mean, <laughs> it's Saturday night. We can get there on time. Come on, people. Put it. Well, I hate when they say, oh, you yeah, know, I was just having some sushi. All right, uh, yeah. thank you. Mm-hmm. Imagine having a cut short your sushi session to see Husey, you know. Can come you, on. Can you, have you ever had, though, someone who wanted to? to be talked about. So, like, maybe there are some people who turn up late because they go, I want to be part of the show. Absolutely, I have. And they walk in and then they go, and I say g'day to them, and they go, oh, sorry, I thought I was going to see Tommy Little or something. Really? You know I mean, some mm. some rubbish like uh, that. So okay. then I have to I have to tear them a new one. You know <laughs> but then, then so. you get those ones that come up after the gig and like, didn't I help you out? Wasn't that oh. funny? Like, oh, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, the people who are so drunk they won't even remember the show, mm. and they still come up to you and go, oh, weren't we great together? Yeah, yeah I want to want to take you with me yeah. because that was the best hour I've ever had of trying to deal with. <laughs> You and your mental state the whole time. Yeah. Where are we tomorrow night, Husey? Fortitude <laughs> <laughs> you know, Music Hall, though, that's a great venue. Good venue. Mate, I am hearing massive things about the Fortitude Music uh, Hall. So, mm. And I, I cannot wait to get there. I mean, I, the vibe. Got to be good enough up. to get your photo on the wall of, like, he's played here. Oh, yeah, but don't do this. If you get a photo with me afterwards, don't do what someone did to me the other day. They said, can you? I get a photo with you? And I said, sure. And they said, can you look really angry in the photo? Ooh. And I'm like... <laughs> Why am I going to look really angry? He said, because I'm going to send it to my mate. He hates you. Yeah. So, I mean, that's oh. not. Oh. That's what? <sighs> People have been doing that to ScoMo, though. Have you seen it? People are like, oh, can I get a selfie? And then they video record themselves, like, <laughs> giving him a message, or, like a grilling. And I'm like, oh, no matter what side of your political parties are on, I'm like, that's just. That's that's not nice. It's not nice. You know, maybe I need some like special forces just to walk with me so that I can <laughs> they can take that person away and have a bit of a chat to them. So Yeah, I think you're at that level. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Fortitude Music Hall is uh, where it is Saturday night, Ticketmaster. Um, yeah. Get on there. Make sure you um, you buy your tickets. You know what? It's almost as exciting as going to Wimbledon, you know what I mean? So It is exciting. Abby's actually won tickets to Wimbledon. Yeah, I know. Well, I, know. I haven't won tickets. I'm so excited about this. So I put myself in a ballot and I was like, I've said it on air because I was like, no one ever wins a ballot. And then I got a text message yeah. saying, you've been successful. And I haven't even looked at dates and I'm blown away. You still need to buy the tickets, but I think they're at a reduced cost. Mm. Yeah. But have you, been, have you ever been to Wimbledon? No, I've never been to Wimbledon. I, I dream of, of, of what happened to you. You know, it's like a dream. Which is the next people, thing is how yeah. much do you want to pay for them? Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Because no, no. you played, when we did Drive together, you would play tennis 
like three or four days a week before the show, you would. Yeah, I was almost full time tennis player. So I've played with all the greats. I've uh, yeah, I took a game off Todd Woodbridge. Took two games off Todd actually. Yeah. Um, I've uh, who have I beaten? Uh, the great Brisbane Lions footballer Jason Ackermanis mm-hmm. used to beat him regularly. Yeah, I, I'm a really, really keen tennis player, but I've never been to Wimbledon. I'm, geez, I'd love to get there. I really would. You can go to the Masters. Do they do the Masters at Wimbledon? Do they? Well, not I, at, I, no, I, not at Wimbledon, but I do know that one of the coach um, at the the club that we're a part of, he's uh, he's now started touring again, and he would be in his he'd be in his seventies. So you've got something to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Hang on. What are you? Are you what? Yeah. You say he, you could be in the Masters, and mm. you're like, there's a 70-year-old coach. What is Masters? How old is that? I that? think it's over 50. Over 50. Oh, I was meaning yeah. seniors. So, sorry. You know what it is? Yeah. If you've had your AstraZeneca, you can go to the Masters. <laughs> okay. Sweet. <laughs> so I'm in. Absolutely. Now, so do you yeah. know the idea, though? Because I was like, well, I've got to go somewhere like to stay over there, you know, buying all the flights and everything. And I know it's a great opportunity, and I'm so excited. And Maddie goes, well, you can just ask Carrie if you can stay at her house. Oh, Carrie's living the dream, isn't she? Yeah. Do you reckon uh, she'll be so awkward if we said it? Like, she'll go, yeah. You know what? You know what? The thing is, Abby, you've got so much to organise. It must be starting to stress you. And I, I want to take the stress away from <laughs> you. Know, I really do. Yeah. I just want to take all the stress away from him. And I'm yeah. going to do that right now by telling you it's absolute BS. It was a prank. You're not going to Wimbledon. Oh, is that for real? <laughs> oh. oh, my God. I was so excited. Oh, it's a very well-worded message. <laughs> oh, there. no. Yeah. Who did that? Did Parente do that? Who did that? Oh, because oh, it's Sticker Master. I didn't even read the top one. Which one? Screw you. Who was oh, the... I was so excited. Don't shoot the messenger. I'm... Yeah, no, screw <laughs> you, Husey. <laughs> <laughs> So what did they? Oh, what is the text? I've message? just already bought flights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, an accommodation. I just uh, you'll still have to go then. You'll just have to go. Oops. But you know what? I'll give you a couple of tickets to my show on Saturday. What does the text message say? Uh, what number does it come from? Uh, Ticketmaster, but it doesn't actually say Ticketmaster. It's one of those ones like eBay, but you know, minus the Y. Mm. Uh, you know, this, is, this is like a community service announcement. People are being scammed left, right, and centre. That's yeah, very good point. Yeah. Man, yeah, and you've been yeah. scamming a lot of people, Abby. You should know how it feels. <laughs> I haven't. Someone <laughs> posing as me has. Mm, you haven't texted anyone, though, to tell them that you've won yet, have you? Uh, yes, of course I have. I've sent everyone. Why is the last one that said I was un... Is that from you as well, the one saying I was unsuccessful? No, that one was legit. How does it come from the same text message? He got, that? like, some system. I don't know. He hacked in and made it work. So Parente is our online guy. So look at this, though. For, to be, so Ticketmaster is where I got the text message from. Sorry, Husey. You stay with us for this. Um, no, no, I'm, I'm sad it, on your behalf. That's when I got the um, the French Open saying unsuccessful. Maybe you weren't. It came through exactly this from the same text. Maybe you did worse. You're successful. a scammer. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm almost angry now. I think yeah. you, know, yeah. you deserve better than that. <laughs> yeah. This is like the time that I got told Nicolas Cage was in my comedy festival audience, and I thought it, I thought it, he was for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And then on, as we were finishing our breakfast show after a 12-year run, mm. the final thing they said to me was, you remember when Nicolas Cage was in your audience? Well, he wasn't. We made that up. <laughs> and I was like, oh! It was terrible. Wow. Oh, oh, and you definitely told people about that one, didn't you? Mate, I went on national TV and talked about it. <laughs> People laughing behind my back. Wow. <laughs> Nicholas Cage is reading things about himself. I wasn't in Sydney. I didn't know who that guy is. Oh, I want to go to Wimbledon. Oh, well, what a roller coaster. Well, we'll, we'll see you Saturday, Husey. Bye. She'll be dressed in, in her tennis whites. <laughs>
Oh, look, I'll, I'll be hitting some aces for you. Can I put it on the tennis notice board? Oh. <laughs> You did it on the Facebook page? Yeah, oh, you I worked hard. I was you so excited. Wow. Screw you. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Bucks, it is worth $10,000 cash. Tomorrow is um, the 5th of May, and at 8 o'clock you can win it. Here are some answers. Carrot, mm-hmm. Cameron Diaz, mm. and curtains. So your letter is C. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Gold medal scam. Fell victim to a scam. Feeling all right over there? No, you know when you just—it's a range of emotions. You know when you get really excited because I thought that I had won Wimbledon tickets because I was in the ballot, yeah. And I was just like, oh my god, how am I going to pay for that? Oh my god, how exciting! Because instantly then, too, you're picturing yourself centre court, Meghan Markle's to, oh, 100%. there. Hundred percent. Sorry, Kate Middleton's mine. So yeah, Kate I'd be Middleton. next to Kate Middleton. Yeah, picture about please. Meghan. Quiet, please. Sorry, sorry. Um, so excited. I've never, I've never been over to the UK before. Mm. You were going to stay at Carrie Bickmore's house because she now lives there doing the show. <laughs> to save money on accommodation, you were just going to crash in her spare room. Anyway, the thing is, I didn't, um, I, I didn't win them. Uh, Parente, who does all of our online and is just um, a brilliant at it because he's young, um, he is the one that sent a text saying that I had won. Read the te- can you read the text out, what, what okay. actually said? Uh, thank you for your application for Wimbledon. We're pleased to inform you that your ballot was uh, successful. Purchase instructions will be provided shortly. Please ensure that you only purchase tickets from official licensed ticketing agent. Sounds official. But the thing I should explain, though, is I did actually enter these ballots and I did enter the French Open and I did receive a text message from them saying, unfortunately, your application was unsuccessful. Damn French. Now, I had sent that around to the group. So Parente saying that was unsuccessful. So Parente had seen that. So the ticket, the ticket saying I'd won Wimbledon came from the same text message, which is Ticketmaster, saying you didn't win for the French Open. Mm. So, because oh, it doesn't say a phone number at the top in the contact, it says Ticketmaster. Yeah. It's the equivalent of it, it, what he's, if, if you had a text from Maddie, yep. and then whatever magic Parente worked, he could send a message, correct me if I'm wrong here, Parente, that appeared to be from Matthew. Theoretically... Exactly, yes. And wow. if we've learned anything today, it's to be very careful around text message mm. scams because they may not be who they say they are. So, right? I'm just going to say that was parente to every person <laughs> now <laughs> who I text Ste- Take us back then. So you obviously could see uh, that I'd sent a screenshot of the Ticketmaster because it wasn't actually written as Ticketmaster. Yes, it has a little like ticket M-S-T-R. MSTR. Yeah. And so your downfall was sharing that screenshot yeah, because okay, then I right. then knew the exact spelling. So the way that texting works is... You know how sometimes you get like a business text and it'll mm. have the business name in there? Mm-hmm. That's a super like unregulated thing. Anyone can put whatever they want in that from category, mm-hmm. in the from section of a text message. Right. And the way you do that is by, um, I just made a free account on like a online text message service so website. Because I, I didn't even know about that. I know that businesses would do it to be able to send yeah. out text messages for a reminder. So you just go online and yeah. it's a free text. Well, I found one that had a free trial, but... Yeah. Usually you'd pay us. Remember to cancel to that it. bad boy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's how <laughs> they get you. And then you come up with any name that you want. Yeah. It's exactly the name, and then you can write in whatever you want. And, and then it's a bit it. of a wild west. There's no verification or blue mm. ticks or anything. So all I needed to say was the exact spelling ticket MSTR like you had, and then write a message that sounded kind of official. And then the iPhone just saw the same name, Ticketmaster sent, and mm. so it put them together. 
the two wow. text messages. Oh, so kind of like when someone person. texts you from a new number or something and it says maybe Yeah, stay, yeah. so it's trying it to figure out. It. It's trying to just make your life easier because it probably normally would be a legitimate text message. Yeah. Yeah. It's hoping and assuming. Wow. When I get a text message saying I'm unsuccessful, I'm not going to believe it. Uh, <laughs> so you can never you believe text again. Theoretically go on, like if, and just put any name in there like Abby Coleman. Stav David. You would have only, to be the same as what was in the t- my my phone. There's only there. eleven characters, I think. Mm, so okay. if you're doing it this way, it has has to be a short name. I think it's more scary that you can do it from any business. Mm. Yeah. Because I, after yep. all what's happened, though, um, and I've had these fake Facebook accounts. We were sending out tickets for the party. Yeah. And my friends were like, "I haven't opened the link. Is this for real?" Oh. I'm like, "Oh no." Yeah. I was like, yes, this is actually for the, the yeah. Yeah, Mum's Gone Wild. Mum's Gone Wild tickets do get texted yes. to you. But if I saw that, I'd be like, nah, that's a fake. I and Parente, how much money did you make uh, posing as Abby for? A <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. billion dollars. <laughs> how, from your point of view, because mm. you, you would probably look at us and go, we're not like savvy with it, and we used to be back in the day. But how easy is it to scam people? There was a stat the other day that I saw in an email that was like, in March, it was like $100 million was scammed from Australians online. And of that, like $60 million or something was in Queensland. Oh. And so just from that, I'm assuming it's, it's ripe. But I think the sad thing is that scammers know how to target the more vulnerable people, maybe yeah. older people, yeah. Yeah. Old, much older than you guys. Thanks, mate. Um, <laughs> that, that sort of thing. I think that's kind of the worrying mm. part of it. Yeah, not to, and they say a hundred million dollars, but that's only the portion that's been reported. Yeah, absolutely. People are ashamed yeah. and don't yeah. report the rest. Yeah, well, I'm yeah. going to report this one. So <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're not off to Wimbledon. Yeah, but he's still in the he's still, still in the, in the ballot though. You yeah, never know yeah, what yeah, might yeah, happen. Yeah. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. News from around the world. You guys have done brilliantly. I have to tell you, from the last three games, yeah. you got, well, 103, 2 out of 3, and 1.5 out of 3. Not bad, not bad stats. But once you get 3 out of 3, this this is finished. Okay. And what it is, is uh, my cultured friends are going to guess what the story is mm-hmm. in a different language mm-hmm. and what, in fact, is the language. Mm-hmm. We're not going to guess. We're going to identify. Yeah, we're just going to tell you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because you, you guys have been doing research. You're just so, like... I've been having, watching SBS. And how many languages do you know how to say hello in again? Uh, like 70. Yep, go now. Uh, bonsoir. Uh, konnichiwa. Hello. Okay, that's G'day. all we have time for. How's all it right. going? Different How's languages, it? Matthew. Not bogan, is what it? The... What all the... Right. <laughs> First one. Here we go. What is this story about and what's the language? The seventh show. Estarão no spin-off. Só Danny Masterson não vai aparecer... Hey, the Nightly Show na Netflix. Pretty easy, that one. Caught a bit of Netflix at the end there. Oh, did ya? Yeah. Something about Netflix. Uh, mm. It said that... Um, and are you getting a Frenchy vibe? No. Did you, We said the show in there. Okay, let's have yeah, a look. Yeah, this is, this yeah. is our, this our, this is our, our process. Yeah, you're not involved. Okay, process. I just thought we're going to do it quickly. Matt we're in a again. process. Confinonaria para mais uma notícia. The Seventh Show. Estarão no spin-off. Só Danny Masterson não vai aparecer em The Nightly Show na Netflix. I gave you that one. I gave you this one. I'm going to hand you the language because I don't know. But the story is is about that 90s show coming back without Masterson. The 70s show coming back. 
Well, no, it's coming back as the 90s, 90s show. show. That's what it said. It said the 70s show. Hang on. I hadn't finished yet. I hadn't finished it without uh, Danny Masterson mm. from that 70s show because he's on trial, but all the original cast of that 70s show are returning for that 90s show. Language, please. Yeah, mate. you've nailed that. Well done. Spin off. Good, good pick up. Um, the language. Oh, I'm I'm just gonna uh, I'm gonna say no Italian. Nah, nah. Portuguese. Portuguese. Great you didn't even you didn't even try. You got to do a lot of you got to do a lot of cramming next week because I think I think you can get it. You could have got that one. I it was one of the ones in on the tip of my tongue. All right, let's mm. just do the rest for practice then. Here we go. Okay. Les internautes ont vu ça, ils ont accusé Kim d'avoir abusé des filtres et de Photoshop. C'est tellement stupide, vous croyez vraiment que j'ai photoshopé mon nombril Maintenant, je vais vous parler de Bad Baby et de ses 50 millions de dollars. French is what I think the language well is. Well done, French. French. And it's obviously about a famous person photoshopping. Photoshopping. <laughs> Someone pho- got busted photoshopping recently. Was it like a Kim, Kim Kardashian? One of the Kardashians. I think it was Kylie. Was one of the Kardashians photoshopped something and got busted for it on Instagram. Have you ever heard of uh, Bahad Barbie? Rapper? Yeah, Bad Barbie. What? No. no. You don't know what she does? Never heard of that person in my life. Do you life. ever remember the girl that went on um, Dr. Phil? And she was on Dr. Phil and she was like, cash me cash outside. outside. How about that? Mm. Is she a rapper now? Yeah, she's a rapper. <laughs> yeah, she's made millions. Yeah, well, she's made millions. No, but not from rapping, mm. from being on OnlyFans. So now mm. she's bought this big mansion. Cash me outside. How about that, girl? How about that? <laughs> cash me outside. How about that? I love it. Yeah. Can we get that audio? Get the audio from Dr. Phil so we can play it to everyone. <laughs> Is that a thing? Um, no, 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 I told you the story. Sorry, just really, he was having a little bit of fun. Oh. I know you guys can get this, though, okay? Okay. All right, here we go. Die beiden Australier werden als ihre Charaktere Charlene Mitchell und Scott Robinson eine ganz besondere Rolle in dem Serienfinale spielen, wie am Sonntag auf dem offiziellen Twitter-Konto der Soap bekannt gegeben wurde. What was the name they said in there? I heard, Scott Morrison. I yes, yeah, I heard you Biden. did. Mm. But it's I heard, Scott... I heard um, Twitter, which made me think Elon Musk buyer. Scott Robinson to do with Australia. Scott Robinson. Yeah, it's Scott Robinson. Oh, well, that's easy then. Yes. 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 Say it. You got it? You say it first. I don't, I don't know. Who's well, Scott, who was who's Scott, Scott Robinson? Robinson? You know, know Scott Robinson? <laughs> he went out with Charlene. Carl, uh, oh, I see the bloke from Neighbours back in the day. Oh, yeah. Jason Donovan. Jason Donovan. And Kylie Minogue returning for the final episode of Neighbours. As officially announced on Twitter and the language is... Maddie. I would expect it to have been from London because it's such a big show there. Die beiden Australier werden als ihre Charaktere Charlene Mitchell und Scott Oh, you've done well today. You held the team. Thank today. you. Wow. That's a once-off. What's, um, what's the weather in hell? <laughs> <laughs> Fine. It's over 27. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Uh, the uh, air fryer consumed me over COVID. Mm. And yes. I got right into it. Then yours um, broke. You didn't even replace it. No, I got you. I got Stav. Got you onto the air fryer. Yes, you did. And then Abby, you <laughs> later on joined. Yes, you did. You got an air fryer now, yeah, right? Yeah, I don't. Uh, yes, yes. I don't love it as much as you, but I like that. I. Uh, it's easier to clean. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It is handy. Yeah. And uh, mine broke, so I haven't air fried in a while. We mm. just do meat in ours. We do lamb, pork, oh. chicken. 
That's very it. nice. Pork's great in it. It yes. is really excellent. Underutilizing that. What, what else am I supposed to do in it? Vegetables are great. No, I just steam them. them. Steam. You can make jerky. Okay. Anyway, dehydrate sorry. fruit. It's true. Make coffee in it. When have you dehydrated fruit in there? I got a pear in there right now. Can't wait to get home, actually. Can you bring that in tomorrow? <laughs> 100%. Custard's good in it. You make custard. Yeah, custard. Um, what? I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> um, I've started, though, as a little bit of a hobby because, you know, winter's kicking in. I love a fire. Mm. And I've cut down a couple of trees in my backyard that, you know, need burning. And um, so I've bought a camp oven because usually when we go it's camping. Like, Hi, I'm an oven. Yes, yes, exactly <laughs> what it is. Um, usually when we go camping, we have power. Uh, and yeah, if and you normally a- you normally put like uh, you have a brilliant setup. Mm. Is it a powered Weber that you have? I've got you know gas Weber, a gas Weber, and you normally put that on the back. You you're the lamb guy, yeah. and you do a brilliant lamb. Thank so you. So now you're what doing it on a campfire and. Well, because we've got the fire that I put on most weekends in the backyard, and I have a beer around it, I thought I'm going to, you know, start cooking on it. It's hard. So I bought. It's really hard. A, I can't even do a toasty. I bought a, um, a nine quarts um, camp oven, which is just the size. What right. is it? What, what does a camp oven look like? It, I'm trying. Is it's it like just a pot. It's so like it's, a big it's pot, really just a big. Yeah, okay. But it's cast iron, so yep. it can handle being on the cold. It's like, it's like a, a casserole, casserole pot, really. Yeah. One of those big ones. Yeah. And what I did is what every professional does, and I jumped on YouTube to watch another person do it yep. and thought, that is easy, 100%. I can do that. Mm-hmm. So I uh, started that up. My neighbour next door, um, Luke, he loves to come over for a beer and get involved. So he came over, we got all the coals ready to roll, um, and I uh, filmed it, documented it for TikTok, and at the end, mm. fully cooked. That must be amazing. I was surprised. Now, what I did do yeah. is I didn't cook for people for the first time. This was purely a test just run. a test, because mm-hmm. I didn't want to invite people over and be like, I'm no, cooking this, enough. and then have to order pizza. You use a meat thermometer? No, but I do have a digital one with mm. big, long cords on so it that you can plug meat in. meat did you go with? Decided on pork. Pork. But you're not the pork guy. You're the lamb guy. Lamb yeah, would have been easier for you. I'm trying to extend okay. my repertoire. Right. You might do turkey next time. And the guy on YouTube did pork. pork. So I was uh, like, I'll just uh, do what he uh, did. Okay. Um, so this is how it finished up. Check this out. The most perfectly cooked pork you've ever seen. So moist and delicious. I'm going to do this more often. Follow me for more tips. The idea is to cook one hour per kilo. Mm-hmm. Um, it was two kilos, gave it exactly two hours, had a timer on my phone. Um, do you guys have the, the yeah. picture yeah, there? Yeah. yeah. If you flip it over, have a look at my work of art. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. That's it's charcoal. Not? It's a big bowl of charcoal. Was it good, though? Because that's sometimes the best bit. Could you cut it and eat the inside? Inside? So that was, I'd planned on two hours. Mm. That was after one hour. Oh. It cranked. We well, had did you way... have different... Because sometimes you can have different heat beads, can't you? Because no, I, I was using coal from wood. I know, but you know, timber. sometimes... Oh, okay. That's and the, hot. the timber was hardwood from my neighbour's house because he's renovating, so we're burning mm. his house at the moment. Mm. It was so hot. We made it way too hot. But I took it off after an hour, let it sit just like that for an hour, thinking I'm going to throw it away. Mm. But then I cut it after an hour. Yeah. Although it looks like a fiery death trap on the outside... Yeah. It was perfect. Yeah, and the, the crunchy inside. bits would be the best, right? No, you can't do that. You, I, but you miss the crackling, which is the best bit of mm. pork. I know. I know. What did you say to the kids? Because normally in our house, you eat your pork, and then if you're good, you get your crackling. Crackling, yeah. Well, really? we did have crackling chips in the cupboard that Esther bought <laughs> from the Asian store, Save. so we were good to go. Save. But don't worry, I'm going to keep testing and perfecting until it is not. I reckon you'd be more of a slow cooker, man. You ever done that? The old slow cooker, smoking, and you'd take yeah. like six, seven, Can eight hours. Can you make hours. some damper? 
Yeah, I'm going to have a crack at damper. I loved damper when we used to go away and you get the jam. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's a chance I might just get the electricity turned off at my house if I get this right. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Ready to party. Hey, I heard you were a wild mom. Yes, on Friday night. Get your outfits ready, girlfriends, because we are going to do a, a Mother's Night that's a little bit different, mm. celebrating Mother's Day without the kids. Uh, my friend did send me a text yesterday because I said, look, I just want to let you guys know I haven't invited my husband. Matt's invited my husband, so mm. I have to take him. And my friend wrote back to Neil, hilarious, going, I thought there was no kids. Hey, it's a good like, point. Yes, yes, well done. I am bringing one of mine. Uh, but we would like you to come. You can register, b105.com.au. We said that we're going to do something a little bit different, and this is a lot of fun. Because mm. we're starting at Hey Chica, yes. right? So yep. we'll have a few nibblies there, have a few party starter drinks. And then we're going to Retros, which is actually next door. Right. So we could walk, yeah. but no. As if. No. Well, the shoes that we are going to wear are going to be so ridiculous <laughs> that we can't even toddle next door. We thought, why don't we go on a little bit of a tour of the city? And what a better way to do it than bus tour rhymes. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. <laughs> you can get them for different weddings or functions uh, or hens, bucks. But what we're going to do is just a little bit of a tour. Kyle from there joins us. Morning. Morning, guys. How are you? Good, Are Kyle. you ready for a bunch of mums? Uh, I think I was born ready for this, to be honest. Nah. <laughs> there wouldn't be much you haven't seen on a party bus like that, right, Kyle? Not very much you could show me, no. no. <laughs> what, how does that work? Because we once went on a private jet. We went on a tour of a private jet, and they said, you know, you wouldn't believe how many idiots don't get us to sign confidentiality agreements because of what they do in the back of our jets. They did. Remember, we couldn't say what 1D did. Yeah, but remember they said some people don't. Oh, uh, yes, they, yeah. yeah. What did 1D do? Uh, can't we can't tell you. Tell you. But obviously, if they needed non-disclosures, it was bad. Um, it was really bad. Do you really have, like, bad. a doctor-patient confidentiality, Kyle? What happens on the bus, stays on the bus? Well, it's, I guess it's a moral uh, unwritten code that that happens. Yeah, we don't really uh, aren't obligated to, but I think we certainly should uh, for uh, the sake of uh, the community, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about some of the things on the bus? Because obviously you've got music and it's a little bit of fun going on a tour, but you've also got polls. Yeah, yeah, correct. So it's like it's kind of like a stretch Hummer inside, uh, like a little mini nightclub. So all the seats will face in like limousines, and then we've got poles up the centre, you know, big sound system, big TV screens, all the stuff, yeah. <laughs> That's perfect, because when you're decking out the bus, you go, oh, we'll just leave the poles there. <laughs> oh, yeah, they, uh, they turn from support beams to, uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> something more sinister, I suppose. Yeah, 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 yeah cool. Mm. <laughs> and how, so we're all going to climb onto this, do a lap around. I imagine you wear some sort of ear protection because mm-hmm. I think a bus full of women who are a few sheets to the wind, the wooing probably really kicks up a notch. Yeah, you get used to it. Um, industrial deafness comes into factor there. So <laughs> it's, uh, over the years, you sort of get used to it. Yeah. Who's worse, Kyle? Bucks nights or hens nights? Oh, that's a good question that I get asked a lot, to be honest. Um, it can go either way, surprisingly, mm. um, the, for very different reasons. Um, okay. yeah. The blokes are a lot more sort of um, uh, obvious, I suppose you could say, with <laughs> what they may get up to. Okay. Uh, whereas, yeah. 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 Okay. No, enough <laughs> right. said. Enough said. But like, let's yeah. let's say from uh, a, um, a perspective of like, say, loudness and carrying on yelling out the window. 
Um, yeah, well, it is certainly very, very loud. Uh, we do have uh, we do have a way to bring the party to the outside on the streets too with uh, our outdoor speakers that we have. Huh? Um, ah. So we certainly do uh, roll up and make it very, very obvious that we're coming. Yeah. Um, but we do definitely try and pick our spots to do that so we don't get in trouble. Right. Okay. Uh, is there a toilet on the bus? There is a toilet. That's there the there is, yes. There is, absolutely, yep, for sure. I mean, because, you know, I happen to be like the mums. I wee a lot when I drink, and oh, that is I tell you what, the amount of kids he's, um, he's given birth to, his bladder is not kids. the same as it was, you know? It's my first kid when I was 18. I haven't yeah. been the same since. Uh-huh. <laughs> absolutely. It's all you about poor kegels. Yeah. You've got to do your kegels, mate. <laughs> you do them now. Thank you so much uh, for coming on board. We're really looking forward to Friday night. Not a problem, guys. I'm pumped. I can't wait to see you guys there. Yeah, yeah. you legend. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. Yeah, I have noticed there's uh, big moments in uh, my children's life, um, but they're big moments for me, absolutely not for them, because my son caught the bus for the first time. Mm. And I was uh, just tracking him, obviously, and just wanted to send a text, you know, saying, how are you? Went to school okay? The chip's working. Love <laughs> you. Yeah, the chip's working. <laughs> and I got a voicemail back, just going, yeah, I'm fine. And you're like, okay, cool. <laughs> so cringe. Yeah, I'm fine. Thanks. What, what are you going to do when he's 18 and he goes out for the first time? Still tracking. Him. Be... Why is it going to be any different? Mm. Uh, excuse me, Finn. <laughs> Why are you in Woolen Gabba in an apartment block? I told you I was going to be at this nightclub. <laughs> Go home. <laughs> Uncle Stab's going to come pick you up. <laughs> thanks. He's here with me already. <laughs> but no, thanks. Don't give me that. You used to, like... Keep an eye on your son all the time. Yeah, oh, I, that's why I'm asking you. Mm. It is the hardest thing when mm. they drive away in the car for the first time on their own, and you're like, "Do I follow?" Them? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, mm-hmm. my son, who is now 20 years old, uh, has moved out of home, and uh, he comes over once a week for dinner. Yes, Wednesday night tonight. Wednesday night, yeah. Which that he, suits his girlfriend. Yeah, correct. Um, so they come over for dinner and, um, he was nearly going to cancel tonight and then Esther guilted him. So he's like, no, I'll change my plans, mum. She's very good at that. But he always takes the leftovers. Yeah. They were Matt's leftovers. Uh. So now I come home from work and I look into the fridge and I think, what am I going to eat? Let me tell you, after six weeks, ham cheese toasties get boring. (laughs) Do they? Yeah, if you have them every day. Mm. Oh, and then I, I see him toddle off with the lamb that I cooked. That's because and Esther would wrap gravy. it up for him, wouldn't she? Yeah, she's a little Chinese take. She was giving him Tupperware, and the Tupperware oh. was never returning. <laughs> so I went out and got Chinese little takeaway <laughs> things so yeah. that we didn't lose $1,000 in Tupperware every year. So, <laughs> anyway, I'll sit back in my box. Thanks. No thanks. I love that even though he's not living there, he still has priority. <laughs> yeah. You you thought you were going to become the man Jump of the house. Up the ladder. Yeah, of course I did. And then Esther said, you sit down and <sighs> shut up. And you said, okay. <laughs> I've developed a uh, taste for flaming Hot Cheetos. What are they? Are they, tr- are they super duper hot? They're pretty hot. What are yeah. they? But it doesn't last very long. Uh, it's a chip. Oh, so, so I got, you, know, you know Cheeto chips? Mm. But spicy. Spicy. Flaming hot. And then I got Flaming Hot Funyuns. And they're a treat as well. 
But yeah, good good spice. Um, very, very thick powder. Yeah, very fingery, aren't they? Very fingery. Yeah. Like stainy fingery. And then, rookie mistake, not not Go to the bathroom. Not I. Not I, Matty. No, not he I. always does this. He never washes not his hands I. before he goes to the bathroom. He washes their hands before they well, go to the bathroom. Well, if you've got bathroom. hot, spicy powder on your hands, you do, mate. Why is she yelling at me like I did it to her? Because you, every time you've ever eaten spicy food, you've always done it. She also doesn't know yeah, what it's like to run the gauntlet. No, we're We're risk-takers. Are you? That's what everyone head. says. What a man. Yeah. Oh, God, I tell you what, they're such risk-takers okay, well, in you, their you, life. You tried today, so yeah, you go. <laughs> might like it. You might like it. Tingles. <laughs> Mine. <laughs> I get stuck I in it. I can't find flaming hot onions anywhere. I'm off to the toilet, guys. Where are my chinos? <laughs> this right. took a turn. Thanks for nothing. Brisbane wakes up with Staff Abby and Matt on B105.